I, I feel like Shay could not have, like, make her own decisions around Damien at times. Because she's like, oh, for your safety. Let me be a dumb, a dumb bitch once in a while. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if I just want to go run to Starbucks? I don't, like, why does, like, oh, Damien has to know. He has to get, like, you know what I mean? Let me be a dumb bitch in a while is my favorite thing you've ever said on this podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Spice Rack Pod. We are so excited to talk about Keep Her Safe by Kimi Tyler. But before we do that, Sav, how are you doing? I am good. I had a little wild child weekend. Like my throat is still a little hoarse and it's Tuesday. (laughs) And I went on on Friday, if that tells you how my night out was. And I have a very funny story that I literally cannot wait to tell you. But other than that, I'm good, you know, day by day. I want to hear the story. Okay. Do you want to hear the story now? Yeah. Okay. So my high school childhood best friend was in town this weekend. Every time she's in town, we get into some fucking shenanigans because last year, remember when Maddie was in town, that guy came on FaceTime. <laughs> that was like a OG Spice Rack episode. It was like episode five. And the true ones now. We watched this guy come on FaceTime on Beach Street in downtown Savannah, which is like a very busy street. So that was last time. I asked Maddie if I could share the story and she said, yes. I don't know if she's going to be cool with this part, but I have to give contextual info. Okay. Maddie is a virgin, sweet angel baby that she is. She's not a virgin by choice. She's very hot. I think now she's just like had it for so long that she doesn't really know how to like get rid of it, you know? And I mean, if books serve us correctly, I could auction her off for like (laughs) (laughs) Maddie's a virgin. She's never done anything other than kiss a boy. Okay. First of all, we are out until four o'clock in the morning on Friday. So we called an Uber from downtown at 3.30, didn't get home until four. Maddie meets this boy in the army. Okay. He starts talking to me. We're like chatting, whatever. And I was like, I really don't want to talk to you. I just want to like dance and like enjoy music. I don't want to talk to any of you fuckers. So I pass boy off to Maddie. I turn around 90 seconds later, tongue down throat, (laughs) making out, which is great. So we get ready to go home. And she's like, I'm like, Maddie, you got to take him home. Seth's not here. Like you are never going to do this. You, this is the time I'm like hyping her up. I take her to like the back hallway of the bar and I'm like, this is your time. Like, you've got to do this. You're never going to do this if you don't. And I think it's a good opportunity. Like this boy is hot, whatever. I'm teaching her, <laughs> I'm teaching her how to suck dick with a beer bottle. <laughs> we are out of deep throat, a beer bottle in the back of a club at like two o'clock in the morning. So she's bringing him home and we call an Uber and our Uber driver is this old black man named Joseph. And like the old black men of Savannah that have lived here forever are my favorite type of human being. Like they are so funny. They're so jaded, whatever. So he pulls up, pissed to be driving us home because we're obviously drunk as hell. 
And I'm like, hey, can I sit in the front? And he like grumbles and he's like, do you have to sit in the front? And I was like, yeah, I'm car sick. I can't <laughs> sit in the back. I'm not car sick. But as soon as we get in the car, Maddie and homeboy start making out in the backseat, like aggressively making out. So I am just nonstop yabbering to Joseph, like trying to distract him from the sounds that are coming from the backseat. And then Maddie is so leaned over in the back seat that she kicks the back of his chair and he's like, what y'all doing back to here? <laughs> and she's like, she like jumps up. She's like, oh, like, we're not doing anything. And I was like, you see Joseph, why I didn't want to be back there. Like you can't make me be back there in the Uber with them. And then he proceeds to tell us that he had someone fuck in the back seat of his car and it's a $500 charge. And I was like, Joseph, Please don't charge me $500. $500? It's just my friend. Like, I'm not doing anything bad. It's my account. Please don't charge me $500. They continue making out the whole time. And he's like, now I see why you didn't want to be back there. It was so (laughs) fucking funny. And then, you know, we got this new security system installed. So the next morning, Seth watched us come in. You can hear us screaming. The the guy, I guess, was scared of dogs. So we're like trying to corral the dogs. An on 10 experience. I'm so happy for her. But yes, that was my Friday night. That's so funny. It was so much fun. Four o'clock in the morning. Go Maddie. This is a shout out to Maddie. If anybody would like to buy her virginity, I don't have a current price listed. <laughs> but you just you tell me how much you think it's worth, and I'll let you know if it's a low ball offer, and we can go from there. We're gonna start at the six figures. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean Maddie's hot; she deserves six figures, and she knows how to give a great BJ now because I did teach her. So yeah, that's my fun story. If anybody wants to come go out with me in Savannah, you're welcome to. It's always very fun. Yeah, that was my weekend. What about you? I am still bebopping around. Um, my boyfriend and I went to a lake on Sunday. Just kind of very baseball is still happening. Um, I'm getting ready for a beach weekend. So me and 12 other of my best friends are all going to the beach um, in August. We have a big house. So I'm excited for that. And then, so I am going to do the Barbie Oppenheimer movie marathon. Are you going double feature? Yes, but we're not going to go this weekend. I was like, let's just get all like the hecticness of it calm down a little bit. And then we'll go on the weekday. But we're going to do the double feature. Which one are you hitting first? I very high key want to hit Barbie first. Absolutely. And then Oppenheimer, but everybody is saying that you need to do Oppenheimer first. But I kind of want to do Barbie first. I feel like this is a strong, you know, if we're talking about which way you lean, Barbie or Oppenheimer, this is a strong Barbie (laughs) I personally think what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit one like in the morning for a matinee, go out to like lunch, go do something, come back that afternoon for the second one yeah I definitely need a little break in between yeah you can't go back to back no and so that and then I don't know so if you finish but I all caught up on the summer I turned pretty I am very team Conrad I don't know what team you are but I'm very team Conrad I 
I've always been team Conrad. I just, listen, I started it Saturday morning at 9am. I was still very drunk. So I need to go back and rewatch, but I mean, I'm always going to be team Conrad. The one thing that makes me mad is that Amazon's doing it. It's that they like now they did the first three episodes and now we get a new episode every Friday. It's just streaming service. Pop the whole season on there. Okay, but why do I think that that's kind of fun? Like, if you had a group of girlfriends to, like, watch it with on Fridays, I think that's really fun. That's true. Yeah. But I want to know everything right away. Well, I'm about to be very busy because Love Island USA starts tonight, and Love Island UK is not done yet. So I'm going from one hour of television, yes, to now two hours of mandatory television. And, like, that is a lot to keep up with. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to do it. I can't. Love Island UK is so messy this season. I need everyone to watch. Please DM me. I want to hear your thoughts. I'm absolutely caught up. Not, I don't miss a day. I mean, like I'm ready to discuss when anyone wants to, you just let me know. I would just, I'm not watching this season. That's fine. You're not going to watch it. That's why I'm asking other people to watch it so I can talk about it. I got my aunt to watch it. So she's caught up and we discuss every day. And Seth, I mean, I've never met a man who loves Love Island more than Seth. (laughs) Seth is hosting his own watch party. We get into it every night, but it would be nice to have more people to chat about it with, you know? So that's you at Spice Rack Pod on Instagram. Let's chat. Have you been reading a lot? I haven't. I have not read at all. I was like really busy last week. And then when people are in town, I feel like you can't like we went to the beach, but I was like, you know, bonding. So I have not read really anything. I finished A Court of Mist and Fury on audio. Still my favorite book of all time. It's just so fucking good. It's it just makes me happy. I was listening to chapter 54 and 55 yesterday like during lunch with my AirPods in, I put at work, put both AirPods in. I had to have the full cinematic experience. So no, haven't really read anything. I'm in the middle of Fate of a Royal, which is the Lords of the, of Wraith book one. And it's like kind of Zodiac Academy-esque. So, I mean, it's good so far, but it's all I got going on. What about you? So I finished Keeper Safe that we talked about today. Now I'm going to jump back into Crimson River. It's just, I don't know why I'm just having a hard time reading at the moment. I wonder if when I do get Audible, if I should, that's how I should read Akatar in the Akatar world. It's just knock it out through Audible. I just think it has taken me 25 hours to listen oh. to Court of Mist and Fury. So it's so fucking long that I feel like you'd tap out. Yeah, no, not 25. <laughs> well, and Sarah J. Moss did this really cool thing, and there's the graphic audio. So they have like if they're if you were passing by a river, they would have like water flowing. So it has like all this other cool stuff, but you have to buy it in two parts. So if you bought all three books, that's six fucking audible credits, and nobody has money like that. Yeah, so when you get your so if you do the $15 membership a month. How many credits do you get? Is it unlimited? One. What now? One. 
Now that's a scam. One, it's a scam. It really is a scam. I don't understand why Kindle Unlimited, you get unlimited, why you can't get that with Audible. They literally have like a monopoly on fucking audiobooks. That's why. No, that's fucked up. They have some free ones. This might be an unpopular opinion, so sorry if I offend anyone, but they're dog shit. They're like, (laughs) (laughs) they are dog water ass books with bad plot, bad spice not so great narrating not so great writing so it's like that's why they're free yeah one one credit Mm, disappointing sorry to disappoint you today maybe you're just just not in like a because crimson river small town maybe you're just like not in a small town mood i got like 10 pages into it and then i started qb so i think i'm just gonna get back into it Okay. Because her books are easy reads. They are. So I would just knock that out and then read the book that we're doing next week and try to. Because the thing is, I bring my Kindle and I bring my book when we go to baseball, but it just gets so hot that I can't focus. Mm. You should get one of those little neck fans. You know what I'm talking about? I really they're might. They're really ugly, but I feel like they get the job done. I really might. I um we have one coming like a little portable fan. I have that coming in tomorrow. Okay. Okay, good. One thing I do not like the Kindle updates how they do the notes. So notes has moved to the annotation page. Does it happen with yours? What do you mean? Walk me through it. Okay, so let's say you highlighted something. A Kindle thing. You highlighted it. Used to be when you clicked on the little one, two, three thing, the one, two, three, like bar, all your notes would pop up. It would be your notes and popular notes have been highlighted. Oh. Now that is an annotations. My line, yeah, no, that, that's only content now and popular notes are there. Oh, well, that's what mine says too. There's supposed to be a thing that says highlights. So that's how mine always was. I honestly never looked at my highlights there. I always looked at it through the your content. That's like a separate book. Oh. Your way is so much better, but I didn't learn yeah, that. Yeah, they changed like it. But this little notebook thing has all your annotations together. Yeah. One thing that's annoying on Kindle is that I read this book. I read like 50% of it on my old Kindle and 50% of it on my new Kindle. Do you know that your highlights only stay on whatever device you're reading on? So like I couldn't pull up my highlights from my old Kindle on this one and I couldn't pull either of them up on my phone. You can only pull the things up on your phone that you've read on your phone. How fucking stupid is that? Oh, I don't like that. Because like I have like some books I bought on all my Kindle that are like my favorite books that like I want to keep those highlights and those like stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, apparently it's like, I mean, this isn't scientific. It's just what I've seen that the stuff that you highlight on one Kindle stays on that Kindle. So weird. So getting into today's read. So QB Tyler is a best-selling author and lover of forbidden romances, tacos, coffee, and wine. QB Tyler gives readers sometimes angsty, sometimes emotional, but always deliciously steamy romances featuring sassy heroines and the heroes that worship them. She's known for writing forbidden and sometimes taboo romances. So that's your thing. You've come to the right place. 
Books by Tyler include the Bittersweet Universe, the Campus Tales series, and Forget Me Not. Today we meet Shay and her steamy bodyguard and keep her safe. And the dedication for this week is to all the women who wish that the movie The Bodyguard had a different ending. First of all, have you seen The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston? And Kevin Costner? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So good. So good. good. The other thing I want to say before we get into the plot review is that I love a book with a playlist. And I feel like we haven't had a bunch of them in a while. I think Minx had a playlist. Yeah. This playlist was so fucking good. I'm going to read some bangers. Kill Bill, SZA. Hold up, Beyonce. Where Have You Been, Rihanna. I Have Nothing, Whitney Houston. That's a fire-ass song. Good as Hell, Lizzo. Sunday Kind of Love, Etta James. It's just like nothing but bomb-ass Black women on the playlist, and I'm so here for it. It was a really good one. Okay, getting into the plot review. Shay is America's sweetheart on and off screen in her career as the leading actress in a popular TV show. Being in the spotlight for so long brought Damien into her life, her bodyguard. Older, sexy, protective. He's everything she could ever want, but he's also someone she isn't supposed to have. She decided to shoot her shot five years ago, right before her parents died, and Damien stepped in to give her comfort and peace. After that, Shay got into a relationship and resumed her professional relationship with her bodyguard, thinking that he was never really interested in her and that she should try to move on. However, when her boyfriend cheats on her and she ends up single again, we find out how Damien really feels about protecting Shay, protecting her and her heart. This story has suspense, the feels, and spice with an age gap forbidden romance and a sprinkle of forced proximity and major touch her if you die tropes. I read a majority of this book while my boyfriend was playing his video games and I was giggling and like kicking my feet at some point. But then some points, I kind of got the slight ick. So to me, it had the ups and downs, and I settled on a 3.75 to a four-star ranking. That's what I'm giving it. It was a convenience relationship because her and Paxton had a PR relationship with a twist. So I really liked that because they were doing the PR relationship. And then the bodyguard lurking in the background, like while having a steamy relationship with her and like teasing like Shay, like yeah, the tension between the two. It was a cherry on top. It kind of reminds me of something that would happen on um, Gossip Girl. Like, this could have very much happened on Gossip Girl. Yes. I thought the same thing. Like, gave, like that kind of vibes. What gave me the slight ick was some of the teasing that was just a little bit too much for me. Like, at the gala, when Shay got jealous of the girl that was, like, talking to Damien, Shay came and was like, oh, who's your friend? I just, that was just a little bit too much for me. Um, Damien is an absolute sucker for Shay. Like the homeboy was a goner from the start. And I love when the male character is holding in all like, like holding everything in. And he's like, Oh, I can't lose control. Like he wants to. And when the tension finally snaps, like it did in this book, very ideal. I also like that Damien like had relationships with the other bodyguards. Like we learned about like Veronica's bodyguard, Paxson's bodyguard. I just thought that was like a cool touch. Paxson is a true POS and I'm so happy that this did not turn into like a second chance romance because there's no like no way like reason that Shay needed to end up with Paxson and I have two quotes that just show how much Damien loves her so they're getting ready for this gala and he goes you look breathtaking my god you're a vision 
like his jaw drops on the floor. He truly is just like a man saying that you look like a vision. Come on. And then she is telling, Shay is telling Damien that they're like prettier girls out there. And he goes, who's prettier than you? And he's like, dad, serious. So a goner. Like grinning ear to ear, kicking my feet. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I gave this five stars. So clearly we're on different wavelengths. I goggled, I gobbled this up like it was my Thanksgiving meal. First of all, the plot was plotting, finding your boyfriend with a new girl, being forced to appear with him publicly so your career can benefit from his big break, and having a stalker and mega creep, like it's like trying to tear you down, all going on in the background of this bodyguard relationship was 10 out of 10. I truly love this and thought it was the perfect bodyguard romance. Damien can take me seven ways to Sunday. (laughs) I knew I was in love with him from the first chapter when Shay was about to face a bunch of paparazzi with tears in her eyes. And he like comes down to her level and he's like, you cannot cry. Do not let them see you cry right now. We can cry in the car, but like, we've got to go. I love that they separately pined for each other for years and finally came together and that you get all the backstory and it like kind of jumps in timeline too so you get to like see how much they felt about each other Shay's parents dying was pretty sad like I didn't really see that coming but I respected Damien more as a character for the way that he reacted and the way that he treated her like during that challenging time in her life and put his feelings aside and was just like a good human and like really did his job and maintained like a professional relationship with her. I was shook, but not surprised by the plot twist because I really saw it coming after it leaked that she and Paxton broke up because she told like fucking three people. So obviously one of those three people is your issue. Um, So I didn't, I didn't, I saw who it was coming, but I didn't see everything that happened coming, which I, I mean, gotta be a little surprised. Okay, I have two quotes one situation that I want to highlight. Veronica says this at one point, but she says, he looks at you like you're his reason for breathing. And that's why he'd take a bullet for you, not because you pay him. And then Damien tells Shay, I live for your looks, whether you're irritated with me or happy with me or ready to fuck me when your eyes are on me, when I have your attention, I feel like I've won the ultimate prize. Man had a way with words. And then my last thing that I want to talk about, because I think it's so funny, is when they're going on a run and she puts on this like tight ass matching workout set. She's like, oh, this is going to get him. Like, this is what's going to finally make him cave. And so in retaliation, he puts his hat on backwards. And like, I just thought that that was really fun. Like the banter was cute. I thought that all those things were really sweet. The workout scene was so funny to me. Yeah. You know, we've come a long way because last week they were working out naked and this week they're just See, this is fun. how you write this is how you write a workout scene. Yeah. Like this is how you write it, not the elliptical not whatever that was. the shoes on. <laughs> I do want to say that I really love that this was an interracial relationship because I don't feel like we get that, especially not with a black woman and a white man very often. So I'm very thankful for the representation. And then I would also like to have a conversation about our icks. Because I felt like you were more icked out by Shay and I was more icked out by Damien. Yeah, I was just, I get like the teasing to like a certain point, but it was getting awkward. And like she kept trying to make advances and he was just like 
denying her advances because he's just like I can't and then especially at the bar I don't know what it was about that like seeing and she was like yeah I'm jealous and she was like I don't know I just give you the ick I got the ick after he was in the accident and he like couldn't go with her anywhere and he was being like a fucking child and like throwing a tantrum and didn't want her to go anywhere I was like I could live without this like that was the one thing that I really didn't like yeah he took like overprotection to like a a different realm where I would not want like that kind of relationship but like I get that it fits because that's his job but I was like "Mm, maybe not (laughs) yeah off the clock buddy (laughs) I'm good thanks so much this was quite literally one of the spiciest books I feel like I've read in like a while I'm giving it three peppers I gave it four and like three peppers for just like normal people fucking is a lot of I I gave it four I'm gonna give it three we were on such a kick there of like one to two pepper we really were we've come quite a long way in the past month proud of us so proud of us okay I gave this four peppers the spice was spicing and I have a whole excerpt to read I have a couple of things y'all know I love a good girl so this was giving for me like the Damien was a good girl king and like the best kind of way so I have a couple different quotes at one point he says careful having this power over me comes at a price Now ride this dick and come all over it like a good girl. I'm going to get R-T-D-A-C-A-O-I-L-A-G-G shirts. Anybody would like like it to order with me? We can just have a little custom order. Y'all just let me know. Because I like that so much more than take this dick like a good girl. Ride this dick and come all over it like a good girl. No notes. He spreads his legs and then he pats his thigh, intending for her to sit in his lap. And she says, I'm going to make a mess on your tux. And he says, oh, I fucking hope so. Damien was a little slut. (laughs) My last thing that I want to say before I read a little excerpt is I love a daddy. I have tried a daddy in bed and Seth doesn't like it. So if you are in a daddy kind of relationship, I'm envious. She called him daddy first and he says, take it, baby. Take what you need from your daddy. Take it fucking all, all of me. I'm just, I'm deceased. DOA, title arrival. All right. And for our little reading circle time, here we go. I'm pushing back against his face, feeling his nose probe my asshole as he eats me hungrily like I'm his last meal. God, the things your mouth can do, I moan. It doesn't belong anywhere but between your legs. I'm addicted to the way your pussy tastes. I move my head to look between my spread legs and see he's still pumping his dick as he eats me out, and the visual is enough to spur my orgasm. He's so turned on from licking my cunt, he has to jack off while he's doing it. God, that is so fucking sexy. You're going to come on my face and then on my cock, and then I'll fuck this, he says, gripping my ass. But I need the taste of your pussy <laughs> I cannot take this shit seriously. I need the taste of your pussy in my mouth to feel you clench around my dick once before I put it in your ass. 
Poetic. My face is red. That was a lot. Okay, so I'm giving it three peppers. One thing that I'd like to hit on, I think there's something very sexy about having a pool. Like when she was swimming and like she was wearing like a skimpy bikini and like she was teasing him and just like something about like how like your body glides in the water. I think there's something very sexy about like a pool. Agreed. You obsessed to do like a pool couples photo shoot. Have you seen those? No. Yeah. I think it'd be really hot. Every time I'm in a pool, I try to convince him to skinny dip because I think it sounds so fun and hot. Okay, next time I'm there, we can skinny dip. That can be where we skinny dip, can be Lynn's pool. Okay, that's fine. I'll skinny dip with you there, but I also want to get fucked in the pool. So I'll rely on him to do that for me. It's a saltwater pool. Why doesn't he why doesn't he want why doesn't he not want to do it? I think there's a whole like layer of potentially being naked around your mother-in-law that like shies them away from it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we can skinny dip there next time. I need you guys to next time your guys' next house to have a pool. Me fucking too. (laughs) Because I just want to prance around and one my cat suit and then my tiny bikini around the pool. I know. I just think there's just something just so hot about it. Yeah, agreed. So I have a few things. So when he goes, next time you touch my dick, it's going in your mouth. So this is like the initial stage when they were just like still being like a little flirty with each other. And he says that. And like I was like, oh, oh, man did not stutter. And she goes, I'm still coming down from the high of my orgasm when he finishes, pumping every bit of frustration he's had over the last five years into me. He drops down and mutters, the way your pussy just gripped my cock, you'll never marry anyone else. Oh, shit. I don't know what I would do. What would come over me if someone said that I, I don't know. I'd be too stunned to speak. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I feel like that would inspire some, like, the freak within me would just emerge. You know what I mean? I know. I'm trying to say there's, like, a way I could use this line, but I don't think I could. I don't don't think it works both ways. No. I would pay money to watch you say that, though, because I would like (laughs) evidence. (laughs) You can barely get it out on this podcast. So I don't think that it's going to go according to plan, but I really hope that it does. It'd be a text. For sure a text. There's no way you could say that shit in person. No. <laughs> and then we have talked about this before. I have said that sometimes what happens in the back of the car, the Uber is hotter than like the actual sex itself. So um, this is after the first gala that she's still like having to fake it at Paxton. Her and Damien, like, already have made a promise that, like, something's going to happen after the gala. And he goes, I feel like a man possessed with my hand between her legs, my mouth on her nipple, and my eyes on hers. I feel desperate to taste every inch of her in the span of this ride home. Like, I don't have all night to explore her body with my mouth. And he, like, needs her to come before they, like, get to her house and the driver opens the door. And he tells her, I have jacked my dick fucking raw thinking about my tongue stuffed in your cut. Goodbye. Dirty. Like, that shit was dirty. Goodbye. They had a lot of limo sex, which I know yeah. for you. And it was, it was doing it for me also as well. 
I think I just like have never had car sex. And I just really want to. Yeah, but I think that there's such a difference between car sex. Between limo, and yeah, and just, like being yeah. all dressed up, just yeah. the whole like soiree. So fucking fine. This man was. So, he is spice I, was spicing. Spice was spicing. Remember that night that I had sex at the beach and um, my grandma was in the room next door. Yes. This book was the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> it would do it. It would do it. The beach fingering, also the culprit. I mean, this thing <laughs> would do some freaky shit. <laughs> Did you not have sex when you were reading this and he was playing video games? We had sex the next, the next day, like in the morning. I was getting like really like, into it and like he kind of was too but what I goofed was I accidentally took my melatonin too early oh I, <laughs> I put my pajamas on he was the thing is I like got to his house and like comfy clothes so I got to his house at like nine at night and um he like was like why are you putting your pajamas on like why are you changing <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm ready to go to sleep. You're like, I already popped the melly. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> but this is the thing. Sometimes my boyfriend and I would not have sex the night before. And I'll stay over. And throughout the night, there's just like smaller touches. Just a, like a little bit more like flirting. And I used to never be a fan of morning sex. But now I kind of like morning sex more than I like the night sex. I personally, my favorite type of sex is mid-afternoon sex. Now, like. 4 to 6 p.m. when you're not like going to bed my favorite time yeah that's what I had I had my first midday sexcapade the anklet still works the anklet is still having its powers everybody get a fucking anklet right now (laughs) (laughs) special magic powers still has its powers I don't have shit on an infinity stone but this anklet (laughs) is bringing our men to their knees I personally think that like the best type of foreplay for me is let me spend like three and a half hours reading a very spicy book and then let me get up and I'm like completely ready to go. Like I really need, there is no preheating required. Like I have been preheating for three and a half hours. I'm ready to, let's get it on. See, I, after I read, I'm like ready to go, but then the boyfriend's not. He was like, oh, like why? He's like, why do we need a rush? And I'm just like... I've been ready for three and a half hours. Like it's like you read, you read. Exactly. Exactly. Well, this was hot as shit. I hope that y'all read this. I hope somebody got pregnant. Like that's all I want. (laughs) Because Cutie Tyler, I feel like we'll get you pregnant. We had two spicy ones back to back. I'm loving this for us. And I think next week is gonna be spicy too. I'm so excited for next week also. Every week is spicy on the spice rack. That's the whole point. <laughs> Put that on a hoodie. <laughs> that and then also, what did I say it was going to be? <laughs> RTD. <laughs> so the spice was spicing. Highly recommend. But so this relationship was pretty taboo. Bodyguard, protectee. So sass. What was your like taboo relationship be if you had to pick a taboo relationship what would it be I don't even have to think about this it would be a professor and I was a student (laughs) 
I don't even need to give it a second of thought. <laughs> what would yours be? Oh, she needs time to think. I need it. I, I'm stuck between two. Okay. Oh, no, I got it. Personal trainer. Mm. Training. Do you want him to strip you down to your tennis shoes and put you on? No, 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 no. Because I just think like the it's just stolen touches. Mm. Oh, but I just think that would be a hot relationship. No, I want a professor. I was gonna say teacher, but like I don't want to. I don't want it to be illegal. You know what I mean? Like I want. I want to be consensually <laughs> legal. Um, but yeah, like a professor or maybe a coach. But I'm not really like I'm not playing sports, so I can't envision <laughs> that for myself. Do you think? That PR relationships in Hollywood are real? Yeah. I think Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, completely PR relationship. No, because what did she have to gain out of that? Pete Davidson. Like, the rep that she got with Pete Davidson. She was in the news. Like, I don't know. I think that PR relationships are real. I think that Jacob Lordy, Joey King was a PR relationship. Really? Yeah, even though I do love the kissing booth, but I think that was a VR relationship for sure. Yeah, I, I think that they exist. Only because we love that movie so much, but I thought that was a PR relationship. And it's then, why they never end up married. What? It's why, like, the people in, like, the PR, like, Kim and Pete were never going to get married. Yeah, neither did Joey King and Jake Lordy. No. I think this isn't going to be for you. This is for someone that's listening to this. Last year, Summer Love Island, Ekansu and Davide won. That's a PR relationship. I could not find two more not into each other people. Like, and they stayed together for exactly one year and then they broke up. I think that was a PR relationship. Yeah. That's what like, I think like for the very few reality TV stars that actually get together and like they get married and I think that it's real, but the ones I break up a few months later, PR. Yeah, like all the Bachelor, Bachelorette people. Yeah. For sure. Well, I would do it too. I saw this one thing. Everybody knows. I love um, Alexis Earl. Love her. Alex Earl. Alex, yeah. I don't know if it was Alexis or Alex Earl. For sure, Alex because Earl. Her, I'm a no, number one Alex Earl fan. I can no, do. because her friend. Um, do you Sandra. follow Alexis? Yeah. No, there's another one. There's another influencer named Alexis. Oh, I don't know. No, her. But Alex Earl, who I would sh- love, she makes $50,000 off of each Bloom ad she does on TikTok. How many Loom ads does she do on TikTok? There's like one once a week. 50000 Like the stuff that you get from PR nowadays, like sign me up. Did you see, do you follow Emily Marinko on I heard it. The salmon. Did you yeah, see I, that she got a fucking Dior PR uh, for her gift? wedding gift? Yeah, a Dior PR. That's one of the companies I'm going to send a future wedding invitation to. I would settle for like a free book if anybody wants to make us influencers. Like the bar is very low. I don't. I mean, I will take Dior, but I don't need Dior. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, you, like fucking crazy. Sign me up. Please, please, someone pay us to do this podcast so we can quit our jobs. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
Okay. Getting into our favorite part of, I say this every week, but I think, is it your favorite part too? Yeah, no, I like this part a lot. Okay, good. Well, then I'm going to keep it. Getting into our favorite part of the podcast, how we picture Damien. I picture him, I've made a lot of Love Island references this episode. I do not care. I am not sorry. I picture him to look like Scott from the season of Love Island. He is fine as fuck. He's a soccer, he's a footballer. And he's like 6'4", obsessed. I think he looks amazing in a baseball hat. But when you turn that bitch around, he is so fine. Sleeps in black briefs. If you're in a fight, all you have to do is like do a little flash of your titties and you've immediately won. Like he's going to lose all brain function. Fight is over. Doesn't give other women the time of day. And I think that he is absolutely glaring at any man who dares to come too close to you. I think he would spend a day shopping with you and like try on silly little outfits and like if you went thrifting he would put fun little things on and like try on hats and stuff he loves the farmer's market and buying fresh flowers would throw a football on the beach with your nephews or like boys in your family I also think that he's coming up behind you and whispering dirty talk in your ear at all times of day at any event he does not care because he fucking can and that's what he wants to do so I picture him as Paul Walker I don't know why, but I picked him as Paul Walker. He doesn't mind getting dirty, like if it's at work, if he's changing the oil, changing a tire, but he cleans up super nicely when he wears his loafers without socks and a white button down. He's not wearing a jacket. This man does not wear a jacket. Just the button up shirt and then the pants. He lives in gray sweatpants at home, but if he's home or inside, he never wears a shirt. He sexes you all the time and he takes you on a fancy date once a week. On his morning runs, he brings back coffee and flowers and never hesitates to give you his black card. Your family loves him, and your grandma always asks about him first before asking how you are doing, and he knows how to cook. And lastly, he always backs into his parking spot and uses only one hand to do so. Sluttiest thing a man can do. That yeah. one handed. <laughs> so getting into our scientifically proven boyfriend pyramid, so at the bottom of our boyfriend pyramid, we have ultimate friends with benefits, could be long-term situationship, may or may not be telling your friends, could be a very steamy one-night stand. Then at the top, you have meet the parents, could be the one, could just parents bring it up so you introduce them, don't really know if you guys end up married or not. And then you have white picket fence, we have the happy life, the doodle, the golden doodle dogs, the Range Rover, the little house with the red door. And at the top of the top, you have God tier, where just the best of the best reside. So, Sab, where are you putting Damien? I'm putting Damien at White Picket Fence only because of, out of how he acted after they were together when he was, like, a little bit psychotic and, like, didn't want her to leave the house. Otherwise, I would have put Damien at God tier. But I knocked him down a peg because he gave me a little bit of ick towards the end. So I'm giving him possible ultimate friends with benefits, but he could move up to meet the family. Like there's room for movement. My biggest thing with Damien though, is I just feel like he can never separate being the bodyguard and being the husband. And I just would not like that. I'm not going to challenge you, but I want to, because how can you, if a man is in the mafia, he doesn't sell, he doesn't separate being in the mafia and being a husband. Eh. <laughs> you have a thing for like 
Because he's a bodyguard of first responder. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what gave me this. Why? You classifying a bodyguard as like a type of first responder. Like he like is just like because the thing like he controls her security code. He like the, I just I don't want that in a husband. <laughs> I, just, I think yeah. that you hate a man with an hourly paycheck. <laughs> your, book, your book boyfriend is not a billionaire, and he's on an hourly. If he has to clock in and out of work, and he's like, "Get the fuck away from me!" <laughs> yeah, I think that's your problem. You can't do. <laughs> you cannot do an hourly worker. As an hourly worker myself, <laughs> I just, I don't, I just don't know. He was just like, I, I feel like Shay could not have, like, make her own decisions around Damien at times. Because he's like, oh, for your safety. Let me be a dumb, a dumb bitch once in a while. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if I just want to go run to Starbucks? I don't like, <laughs> why does like, oh, Damien has to know. He has to get <laughs> You know what I mean? Let me be a dumb bitch in a while. It's my favorite thing you've ever said on this podcast. If I Damien would not let me like let me do that. Your poor bodyguard. People were actively trying to kill Shay. Like, how fucking dare you not let me go to Starbies? You're like trying to break out. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the Spice Rack. We hope that you enjoyed Keep Her Safe by QB Tyler because it was so fun and so spicy. And next week we're going to read something that is very new. We've never read this author before, but it's getting really good reviews on Amazon and on Goodreads and on TikTok. So we're going to give it a go. It's a reverse harem and it's called Broken Beauty by Ketley Allison and it is on Kindle Unlimited. So we will see you next week. Bye.